Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this live stream of It's a Fandom Thing. Our topic tonight is female gamers. And I'm not a female gamer, although I've been told by my panelists that I am a gamer because of the games I chose, but I don't consider myself like a passionate female gamer. But I thought this would be a fun conversation just because I know this is kind of a, a world that is can be hard for women to get into when they've got men gatekeeping it a lot. So we're going to talk about that, talk about some of Paula and Angela's favorite games, that kind of stuff. But before we do that, Angela, if you want to tell me what you're into right now in pop culture. Hi. So as Aaron said, I'm Angela. So what I'm into pop culture right now is I still need to buy tickets to watch the free guys with Ryan Reynolds. So I haven't yet though heard many good things about it. And also who doesn't love Ryan Reynolds? So <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was like, you know what? I mean, I was going to just ditch y'all and just go to AMC. <laughs> but you know, I ain't, a, I ain't a bitch. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna write this out with you guys. So <laughs> Well, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for putting us above Ryan Reynolds. We appreciate that. I mean, it does that. look like a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> we could just all go. We could just go after this, you know. <laughs> just all go. Okay. And Paula, what are you into right now? Honestly, lately, I've just been reading a lot of fanfic. <laughs> I mean, so fanfic authors, you guys are the best. You're, you're, you're wonderful. You. We thank you. <laughs> You're you're wonderful. And that's I've been I've been doing a deep dive into so much fan fiction lately. <laughs> Is there a particular fandom that you've been mostly supernatural, mostly Destiel? <laughs> Cuz it 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 um makes it a little easier. <laughs> a little easier? A little easier to take that horrible 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 oh, finale ending. yeah because yeah, you know all those one seriously the fanfic authors do so much better yeah and there are so many wonderful fix it fix and just great <laughs> stories anyway just just even of you know the canon genre there's so many different genres you know read the tags mm -hmm. there's all kind there's something out there for everybody in the fan fiction and whatever um whatever fandom you're in there's there's great authors out there 
If you haven't given it a try, try it out. It's great. Very true. Honestly, though, like fan fiction and Arthur, they need to start. We need, we need to talk about that. They need to like be in some sort of like, you know, taking over screens, writers, jobs. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have um, we have talked about fanfic before, and we did cover a Destiel fanfic during Pride Month. We did actually do a live stream covering um, 91 Whiskey, which I don't know if you've read that one, Paula. I, I haven't a, yet. <laughs> yeah, it's an AU, so it's not yeah. like, yeah. yeah, it's an alternate universe one. So, yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely on my list. Okay, well, awesome. Uh, okay, and what I'm into is... I all I've been watching is stuff for the podcast. So I really have rarely been able to watch anything else or, you know, I've been binging true blood, which I have to say, even though I was relieved to be done with Ryan Murphy shows because my psyche just couldn't take it anymore. I'm really kind of sick of true blood by now. So <laughs> glad we're going to be recording that. That's our next episode that will air. So yeah, but what I'm into right now is since it's Friday the 13th, so this is only good for the live stream. So I'm going to have to probably delete this when I edit the podcast episode. <laughs> but they have a, there's a sale going on right now on Vudu for you can buy the first eight Friday the 13th movies for $13 total. So that's eight oh, wow. movies for $13. And that lasts until 12 o'clock Pacific time. <laughs> I jumped on that so fast and we are covering Friday the 13th in October because we're going to be covering paranormal films and then slasher films. So that should be a really, really good discussion. I'm very excited to cover slashers. So that'll be a ton of fun. Okay. So let's get into female gaming. And what I first want to know, Angela, it is what is like the first, if you remember, what are some of the first games that you got into? Uh, I think everybody remember the Game Boy where you little small cube and you have you can't see it unless there's lights mm -hmm. on it. Horrible to do it during the like uh, road trips during the night. So there's mm -hmm. that. Um, the first now I'm trying to remember the first game that I was a kid. So of course you know my strict Catholic mom didn't want me to play anything violent game, even though the small cube was just you know, pixel bloods and does it doesn't really make a difference, but <laughs> <laughs> so actually no, I like though. Way before the cube, what is that that pace stations um was I know sorry, it's Friday, also it's Friday okay. 13. My mind is just what is that <laughs> that um game call where you have to like blow it if it doesn't blow it? <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, of course, I have to make the dirty joke. Be the first one to make a dirty joke. You have to blow something in order to get well. <laughs> it's like the, the, <laughs> you know those to rise. Is it to get something to rise? You have to blow it. So sorry. It's that little game thing. It's like I think it's PlayStation. It's PlayStation, the really old one where you like sometimes it's hard to work, and then you, like you have to like you had to like take it out and like oh you're on like it. an Nintendo it was the, oh, the original Nintendo. NES system oh my god yeah, yes. when the cartridges wouldn't it it was this thing when the cartridges oh. wouldn't work because sometimes yes. you'd put them in and they wouldn't work right you'd take it out and you'd blow on the the connectors for some oh, reason I don't I know because everybody says to blow to play. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you, yeah you had to you had to blow on the connectors and then put it back in the machine to get it to work that was the original Nintendo uh, the, the original go. Nintendo okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. I'm sorry. 
No, that no, was I funny. I cannot remember. It's just been such a long time. I just remember what it <laughs> yeah. looks like. That was funny because <laughs> I was just picturing like you had to blow on something to get it to move. And I'm like, that's a hard game. Jeez. <laughs> that's, that would be Wii. That would be the. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you had the Wii, mm-hmm. the Wii like you did. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and and hi, you actually, Anna. You actually hi, Anna. had to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thing frustrates me. Like, that was a quite a workout. And just. And then I think I have like so many of like little like weed people that I just, I think I spent more time of just like creating that weed character than actually playing the game. <laughs> Cause then I wanted like, oh, I want a fat one. I want a skinny one. I want the one with a one legged thing. And I was like, oh my God, are you doing this? <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting off topic of thing, but yes. That's on thing- topic. What are you talking oh, about? It's on topic. <laughs> Well, you were asking me what the first game that I. That's okay. Played. It's still on topic. It's about right? games. It's okay. And Panda, if you are a gamer or if you ever played games, feel free to put that in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really date myself when I tell you. About Candy the Crush first. is is a game too, y'all. It's it's totally fine. I love Don't... Candy Crush. I played all crazy, those Candy Crush, Bejeweled, all those kinds of games. Oh yeah, oh, Bejeweled is so yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> well, Paula, what is the first game you remember? Okay. Again, I'm gonna date myself here a little bit. I will too when I say so. <laughs> I started actually playing um, computer games before I played console. My, uh, n- the original int- Nintendo was our was our first system, but uh, we played what was referred to as shareware games. So it was somebody would get a copy of it, and then you could share it with whoever you wanted for free. And there was no, there it, it was uh, it wasn't illegal. It wasn't pirating. This was this was the purpose of the game mm-hmm. or purpose of these types of games. They were called shareware. So you could, you could share them with all your friends and whatnot. And there was a couple of them that we played. One of them was, um, it was this goofy little game called commander keen. And it was this little kid who was, it was like this make-believe world that this little kid was in and his, his, kind of think of of if you ever thought of like, a, or if you know what the, like the Calvin and Hobbes cartoon is where, or comic is where he would be spaceman spiff. Um, it was kind of reminiscent of that where he's just this little kid and he was in this like dream world or, or you know, make believe world and he's fighting these aliens. And there was this whole series of them. And my sister and I would play him and, and um, you know, we'd, they had this like little alien language that you, that we spent like hours decoding and figuring out the alphabet so that we could read all the little signs and everything. That was one of the first games I remember playing. <laughs> never heard of that most people have it that's that's how long ago it was honestly (laughs) though i since you mentioned it computer game oh my like Mm -hmm. back then oh my god just i don't know if i wonder if um you remember some sort of all the sites that a lot of people back then like they create their own game and then they put it in this like this very popular um sites that people actually go in and play that game i don't there was a really there was so many i don't because this was actually again dating myself pre-internet ah (laughs) so this was stuff that my dad my dad was actually the one that got me and my sister started gaming because he he would play these games and he would bring them home from work 
somebody at work that or, or whoever would bring these and share them with him and then he'd bring them home and, and play so yeah so this was this was before internet our first like internet service was prodigy which was basically just like oh, yeah, message prodigy. Boards. remember prodigy yes. yeah so yes. aol was the thing i was normally on but yeah, prodigy, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, we never did aol yeah we did we went for prodigy too i don't even remember so yeah so this was <laughs> i mean he my dad built my first computer and so we're talking shareware on floppy disks Oh, yeah, wow. this wasn't something that you Wait, could share. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. On a floppy disk? Yeah, floppy disk. You can do little, a lot on little floppy three disks. and a half or five, five and a half disks. I mean, some of those disks were this big, and you would have to copy them onto the disk, and then you could share them with your friends. And yeah, <laughs> real old. I just school. love Angela. Real space. old school. <laughs> Is the best yeah. right so I'm we just... played that one, and the other one I remember My a lot mom. was Wolfenstein, which oh yeah, yeah. I played Wolfenstein. Did you? Yeah, yes, I love yeah. that game. I didn't play the old mm -hmm. version. The, uh, I played the newest one, but I I would like to hear what the back then of the old ver version of Wolfenstein's are like. I, Tell me. I don't remember think, it very well. I think, <laughs> um, I think I'm one of the one of the newer iterations. I think there's a. I want to say that there was a um, like an Easter egg or something where you could actually go and play the original version of it. It was on was it? It was on one of the Game Boys, one of the Nintendo systems, one of the handheld systems had it. Um, but we again we played it on we played <laughs> we, we played it on the PC, the old the very old school. Oh it was um, and this was before you could save games, <laughs> so. If you oh, died, you had to start all yeah. over again mm -hmm. and do the whole thing. So my sister and I would tag team when we would we would start playing. And then when one of us would get tired, we'd switch off and we play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we did that. We actually we did that with my dad, too, because one Christmas we we got Atari system. She got an uh, Atari 6400, I think. And I got an Atari XE, which had a keyboard so you could do programming on it. But again, no memory, so there was no way to save. So you had this little book that you could do, um, you could do these programs, but you couldn't save anything. And I think it was to kind of, you know, if you wanted to learn how to how to program things. But I had this game Load Runner. Um, and there was like 300 levels or something crazy like that. And my dad and my sister and I, my dad's like, let's see how far we can get. And we spent an entire weekend doing this Load Runner marathon. Because again, couldn't save games, so we would switch off. We did this this entire weekend, <laughs> drove my mother crazy, and we would just we, one of us would play as many levels as we could, and then we'd hand it off to the to the next person, and we just kept, and then we would sit there and we'd watch each other playing it. It was great. That's awesome. That's Honestly, awesome. Paula, I think you are the legit female game female gamer here oh, i don't know like, about that i don't honestly though you're a lot tougher than i i, I don't I, I don't think i could do that nope 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 so yeah. honestly i would like to comment on panda yeah comment. i was just gonna put what pandas up there yeah go ahead so which sonic hedgehog are we talking about are we talking about the the, the pc game because i played the fuck out of that pc game so are we yeah just let us know which one panda. which one it is because like Oh my god, I, I, <laughs> I miss that game, and I really wish that I had, like, you know, find the, you know, the game again and play it on my computer, and... Oh, you that, might be able to find an emulator and do that. 
There's a lot of the a lot of the old school games they have emulators for. Yes. Must do it then. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, while we wait for Paula, I mean for Paula, for Panda <laughs> to let us know um, which version that was. Um, I, you know, I played a lot of like we got an Atari when we were young and we got the Atari where you put the game in there and you mm -hmm. did and you hooked it up to your regular TV. It wasn't hooked yep. up to like, you know, it was like hooked up like you would cable almost. Mm -hmm. And I remember it would, we even hooked it up to a television where you like you had the knob that you turned. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Centipede. Centipede was my favorite. And then Pac-Man. So this is really dirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and there's this I haven't been there in front, so I don't know if it's still there, but there was this bar that opened up downtown called One Up. And it's a place where you can play. Have you been there, Angela? Yes. In two locations. Okay, yeah, and you can yes. play like these old school games there. And oh, it's I must, so awesome. I must visit this place. It it's awesome. awesome. And Wanna go after this uh after this live? <laughs> <laughs> Angela's just trying to make all these plans right? for us. She's like, let's go, let's go. Um, but yeah, those those were the ones. And then uh Wolfenstein, like you mentioned, and then I think I played because maybe I got the two confused, but I think I also used to play Doom, like in the really mm -hmm. early days of Doom. Because I yeah. loved all yeah, those games where you well. shot up people. And yeah. <laughs> that sounds horrible, but I did. I loved those games. And they were so much fun. And yeah, my dad was into that stuff. My dad fixed computers for a living and he did all that kind of stuff. So my dad actually used to do like internet stuff before there was really internet. Like he would show me all these things that he could do and he would always he'd build computers too just like your dad and did all that kind of stuff and he was really into those things and then one time we were supposed to for christmas get like a nintendo a new nintendo and we had someone break into our house right around oh. christmas and steal all our christmas presents oh sorry <laughs> uh, but yeah those were the ones that i was really into especially centipede i i used to play centipede for hours and hours and hours and then when i got older um i would play wolfenstein and all of that kind of stuff those were really really fun yeah. well i mean i don't know if any of these are also your favorites but angela what are some of your favorite games to play like even now or whatever honestly i feel so bad for even like being on this broadcast because this has been a while <laughs> That's fine. You can give older been like ones. Three, four years. I mean, do I count playing the arcade game as a Yes, absolutely. Because like I don't know. I because the last game that I played was well, because it was on my birthday for um oh my god, what is that place called in Littleton? Round one. They had the Oh and, yeah, in the in the South Yes, South yeah. South Lynn or South, yes. South whatever. <laughs> Everybody's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody knows what round one is. So everyone here in Colorado, there are a lot of people that, that listen right. that aren't in Colorado. But yes. yes. Well, they, well, round one is like there's some in California. Well, they're national. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's so, it's, it's popular. I, I, I mean, not that popular. I mean, sorry, round one. I'm not, wasn't trying to. <laughs> it's okay. They're not sponsoring us. And after this, they definitely probably won't. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say, and Aaron, and Aaron, I think you're gonna just like this. They literally have a big plant versus zombie games. Oh, they do. <laughs> they oh, do. I love and like, it's like zombie. 3D. So you have the guns or like the little pupper thing that the mm -hmm. flowers like poop out from the mouth. Or I don't know what it's called, but. <laughs> <laughs> like the 
e shooters. It's like pea shooters. Yeah, the pea shooters. <laughs> so that was that was the last game that I played. Um, honestly, it's my favorite games. Now I thought it's just it's so hard to just talk about because like are we talk about like our childhood play game? any game that is your absolute favorite what's your like if you were to like right now if i were to say angela you have to go for the next hour and play your favorite game to play what would you play okay sorry to be that old school though but i really loved sonic the hedgehog PC See, and, that's, and that's why and that's why she wants to know which one panda <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I still, I'm still waiting for on the answer, Panda. Which, wh- wh- what are we talking about? Which game? Which, which version? <laughs> so, but you know, as I was growing older, I, you know, I then I have like the GameCube, and I played One Piece and Naruto for that long while, and then there were, you know, Assassin's Creed, and I got into Assassin's Creed because I, when I moved out, I was allowed to play all those. F- violent games so we got the Assassin's Creed and Skyrims and all that stuff so but still though deep down Sonic the Hedgehog the PZ version so, <laughs> so I loved uh it was the the Sega Mega Drive a console if that's what they were called 20 years ago yeah, not yeah. sure I have never played that one though but I'm pretty sure it would be so amazing yes honestly I am so excited for the Sonic the hedgehog movie we we i'm just wasn't I know. there already was there already one is there like a second one or something yes yeah, so the second yeah. one has been and i guess um what is this na- who is this hot guy named that recently play from suicide squad i haven't seen suicide squad yet so. but you know who plays but you know like the all the famous act the elba idris elba, idris elba? huh idris, idris elba, elba? <laughs> yes we both said it at the yeah. same time, like twice. Like <laughs> he's gonna be Knuckles, so he just announced like he's gonna be Knuckles. Like we guys, we're gonna get a second Hedgehog movies. So I'm so excited. So, but yes, like yeah. I think because like I feel like um, James Gunn's has been reusing all of the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy and his other work and Thor to like Suicide Squads. Honestly, I found that. Well, we can talk about that in a different podcast if you wanted to. <laughs> there was a tangent. There, <laughs> that was a big time tangent. Sorry. Okay. And I, no, no, I was like going along with you, and then I'm like, oh yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. So, Paula, what are some of your favorites? Oh gosh. Okay. Let's see. One of my all time favorites is um, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Those um, one and two. Those are some great games played a lot of the first halo for xbox um when that came out because we did a lot of um we did a lot of land parties which is um again before everybody was playing on the internet we would get together uh one of my friends was manager of a gate a video game store and so we would get together and we'd have land parties so we would hook up four xboxes we'd have about 16 of us and we would do the pvp stuff so we'd be shooting each other there was there was different versions you could play capture the flag or you could just you know shoot each other and try to rack up points there was king of the hill all kinds of stuff had a blast that was like every weekend we were doing this i play a lot of um i like a wide variety of stuff um i love playing the sims harvest moon is another one of my favorites it's a sims simulation type game where it's um you're you're um on a farm 
like taking over grandpa's farm or something like that. And you got to bring it back. And there's like these quests and things like that you have to do. Animal Crossing. I've always loved Animal Crossing. I've played it since since the beginning. Um, and then um, I also play a lot of um, play MMOs as well. Um, Final Fantasy XI was the first MMO that I ever played. Loved that game so, so much. Um, haven't played it in a few years, but... Um, there's so yeah, that many. Was, there was one, that was one of my favorites. Because I loved the... I, when I play the MMOs, I love doing the crafting. There's always, there's always, you know, there's quests that you can do on in, in MMOs. Um, and an MMO is it's a massive multiplayer online RPG game. For anybody that, that doesn't know what those are, um, so there's you can do quests. Um, there's usually a main storyline, so there's quests to do. They usually have a PvP element because there's a lot of people that like to do PvP stuff. Um, there's usually some kind of a crafting system, so you can make items that you need in game, whether it's like armor or weapons or food, because a lot of times, you know, your characters have to use food for various things. And um, sometimes it's just like decorative stuff. And Final Fantasy XI had one of the best crafting systems, and it was so much fun. I, there was even like gear that you could wear um, to improve your 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 um your stats when you were doing stuff and it was always more impressive the people that were crafting that would earn that gear because you had to earn it you couldn't just buy it or get it um and those people that got that type of gear was always more impressive than the guys that were running the dungeons picking up gear for for you know pvp or whatnot um so that kind of stuff was always fun so a little little bit of everything i i, I like all those kinds of games so yeah there's that, so many of Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Kingdom Hearts was Kingdom another Hearts. one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Played played some World of Warcraft, but not as much as um as uh, Final Fantasy. There's a there's also the it, new it, games that people have been playing, which is the League of Legends, and I was going to get into that as well. Then I realized that my laptop is not like capable of doing that. So I was like, darn. <laughs> Yeah, I had to. I had to upgrade my laptop. Uh, <laughs> it's expensive I wasn't able to, for, to, yeah. to do new gaming. It's like you yeah. have to upgrade everything to make sure you have like enough space for it. Mm -hmm. And just yeah, when I'm about to build my computer, I'm gonna have to like think about all of that too. It's like oh god, that's yeah. Things you have to take <laughs> into consideration when you're a gamer. You that's have to make sure you <laughs> you've got up to date systems. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. anything with the computer is is expensive. Oh, the yeah. great thing about just building your computer is like you know like w what you want and need and just build on it. And then whenever it needs some new upgrades, it's like great. Like I kind of knew where this part is. I can just like you know get get rid of it or sell it and then like upgrade to a new ones and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, compared to just like already getting it pre made and you don't know much about it and stuff like that so i'm really excited about about this my brother has been building three of them already so i'm just like teach me senpai <laughs> nice. cool well i mean my favorite other than centipede i mean centipede really is real time nothing wrong with the classics <laughs> i love that game so much and i love pac-man i just do love pac-man i think it's fun it can drive you nuts, but I do oh, love God, it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, Plants vs. Zombies, like we already mentioned that before. I I love that game. And when I finally defeated uh, Plants vs. Zombie version one, when I finally, you know, you get up on the roof and then like that big alien ship comes down <laughs> and, pl 
replaces all the alien zombies or so I don't know. And you finally defeat that level. And then the big ship like collapses back and stuff. That was like the best feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can play the other games, like the little mini ones, like they have a mini one where you can pretend you're a zombie. So you want to be the zombie and you want to, eat, you know, eat the plants. And that one's fun. And you just do different levels and stuff like that. And then there's plants versus zombies too, which I've tried. I just can't get into it as much because it's, I don't know what it is about it. I, I have uh, trouble with it. There's like different planets that you go to or something. And I think it's harder. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, that's not really, yeah. But I, I like the original one. So yeah, I've defeated it a couple of times since then. It's not as exciting when you defeat it the second time as <laughs> the first time because that takes forever. But I love that game. I don't know. There's nothing uh, wrong with that. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. So I want to know because, you know, I've heard. I'm not, you know, I don't know because I haven't experienced it personally. But what is it like? Have you had any bad experiences being a woman in the gaming world because I know there can't I mean there was Gamergate not too long ago and there's people do have a lot of gatekeeping when it comes to this and so and I know there's also a lot of problems there was one recently where trigger warning just for mentioning this we won't get too in depth in this but there's also been a lot of stories coming out of like a lot of the people who create these games and a lot of those companies there's a lot of really bad stuff with sexual harassment, sexual assault, that kind of stuff going on with women that are working in that field. So have you experienced anything negative, Angela? I remember just being as a kid back then, like I played a lot of computer games, but this is the game that I was talking to Paula about. Can I remember what the site was called? Background, was it called background back? whatever it had a picture of a of a tank as a logo and so it's just one of those games that you know you can just play it's one of those games that of like whatever you play you click like you don't know what to expect and so there was some games that you know I you know played with other people on that site and you know me being as a kid because like I didn't know I think I was probably only like 12 years old. So still very young. And so, you know, and me being closed off because my family, my parents would not let me, you know, exposed to all these kind of like games, you know, like, so I was just, so me being curious makes me even more vulnerable as, and so, you know, I remember just like seeing all these comments of like, you know, of, of guys who are older, you know, saying like, you know, oh my God, like, and the thing is on me being dumb, I, you know, I also had like my full age as well in my picture. Cause like, I thought that being honest was like, I didn't know about, you know, protecting my identities and stuff. So 
I had so many comments and so many of like, you know, it's like, you know, you're a girl, you don't be like, you don't know how, you don't know what we're talking about. And most of them also were like, you're kind of cute. I wanted to hit you up. I know you're this young, but I don't care. The fact that you're playing this game means that you're old enough to like, you know, mm-hmm. consent to what whatever we're going to throw at you. So I don't know. I can only imagine, you know, if, you know, if I start playing League of Legends of all, or any of the steaming games, I, I know for the fact that I will start having more of like harassments and like, you know, like of all the comments that guys would just made or like, oh, you're not good enough to be a gamer because you're a woman. And for me also, I noticed some of my gamer friends also, especially Asian women in general, just because we do have a lot of people who are so like obsessed with just like, just Asian woman. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would blame anime and mangas and all the weeaboo, which, you know, it's totally fine. You, you, you can love whatever you want. It's just like the fact that, you know, like they expect us to, you know, as a gamer to like, you know, I like, like, I remember one of my friends experienced like that she got a comment from a guy that she has to, you know, dress like really cute, like anime girls while she plays the games, you know, and, and it makes it more entertainment for them. And it was just, honestly, I, it just sometimes makes me feel like I just don't want to even be a female gamer sometimes just like, but I feel like a lot of female gamers do play all of these games just so that we you know we can show these people like we're more than this. Yeah, because it's I mean it's it's like a fetish. It's fetishizing somebody. Uh, it's what it sounds like people are are doing. And I mean it's I mean you see it everywhere. We we've talked about it on a lot of things uh, where people do have you know fetishes that are not okay because they're fetishes that play into racial stereotypes or stereotypes that people and they're racist in and of themselves the the stereotypes they've created i mean you even look at supernatural i mean supernatural Mm -hmm. has that big time with dean has a whole thing about that where he's always with the busty asian beauties kind of thing yeah so that's that doesn't sadly doesn't surprise me that that you run into that a lot I, i think you know the internet is a great wonderful thing we wouldn't be here doing this right now without the internet but there's, it's like this thing that opened this big, huge portal and this big, huge doorway for even more predators and even more scumbags and even people that might have never been like out and open about their predatory behavior. But in that anonymity of the internet, people feel more free to do that. And when you're entering something that the media and society excuse me, tells you is more of a male thing, gaming, which that's just what people do. They say, this is a male thing. Men are the ones that are really into this, not women. Girls don't play these games. It's that same kind of thing of like, girls don't play sports. It's it's that same, you know, Mm narrow-minded thinking. And so when you have women entering that world and if they get any attention, people don't like that. That's like, you know, people pay attention to fanboys a lot more and in a different way than they do fangirls. Uh, it's the same kind of thing. Um, it's just like with horror as well. You know, it's still hard as a woman 
to be able to have a voice in that community because people do want to drown you out in that community, even though statistically more women watch horror than men. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because it's been thought of as such a male thing, those voices get drowned out. So it's the same kind of, it's just a pervasive thing in society where if it's something that for some reason people have pigeonholed as being a male thing, then men will use that as a way to either be like, okay, if you're going to be in this world with me, then, you know, you have to either dress a certain way to pique mm-hmm. my interest. Cause this is all about me, not about you. Or, you know, I'm going to harass you. I'm going to call it, I'm going to say, well, you shouldn't be here anyway. Or if I see you do something else that I think you're good at, that's what you should really be doing. You shouldn't be doing this, especially with something that's thought of as female. So yeah, it's, that's, that's a, it makes total sense. It's sad, but it makes total sense. And it makes total sense why you would want to avoid that. So, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, like, like you, it's right. Like you said, like they always men's things that games is just, it's a men things. And the moments that something someone like a woman is like enter the game Mm -hmm. they felt threatened and then like they felt like the only way that they could try to like get that power back is to just like belittle us and just like you know just Mm -hmm. all of that so it's just it's just disgusting it's just like so and honestly like i was talking and you did point out some other things about, you know, Supernatural of how Dean does have the, you know, the Asians, you know, girls magazine. And it mm-hmm. it's, it does hurt for someone like me a lot just because, like, and I think I did talk about this from the last live, Erin, about, like, how I mm-hmm. felt like there was a not enough Asian representation. Sorry, Asian repetence. Ah, Representation. Yes, into like films of like mm-hmm. them being a hero. But we were already, we always were, you know, placed as either the bad villain, the side character, or, you know, prostitutes or mm-hmm. horse or all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it makes sense of, you know, in the gaming world, like that's what, what males would see us if they see me like Asian women's like, why are you here? You should you should either like you know do all they stuff like either just you know good in bed good and stuff but you would never be good in games so it's just it's it's a lot so yeah but, mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we've we've actually talked about that on a few recent episodes when we were talking about ryan murphy we talked about a lot of how bad ryan murphy's representation is and when it comes to asians as well his representation there and how many stereotypes he's played into that kind of thing so yeah, it's something that's pervasive and sadly, you know, sadly, I mean, I think there, there, of course, there's a little bit of progress from, you know, like 1900s or whatever, but <laughs> but that's kind of sad because I don't think it's that much progress in some respects. So, yeah, yeah. And Paula, have you experienced any negatives? I can't think of any specific instances just because I, um, I've always been very leery of gaming with people that I'm not familiar with online. I'm I, I'm more of an introverted personality anyway, so I tend to stick to my friends or my husband um, when, when we're online playing just because it's more comfortable, which I guess that's kind of a negative in and of itself because I'm not comfortable putting myself mm-hmm. out there with strangers very much unless I'm with someone I know is kind of a safety net. So I... I can't, I can't really think of anything specific, but um, 
there's there's always just that general feeling sometimes of a kind of especially early on again with the online games um there was no voice chat either so it was easier to hide that you're female and so there was always the assumption that you're you know everybody around you is male unless it was like male unless proven otherwise and you you never would just volunteer that information if it was somebody you didn't know until you'd been gaming with them for a little while um so you could kind of get a feel for what kind of person you're around before you volunteer that information not so much now because everybody games on voice chat and the only the only instances i can think of really now is just um now with with the whole covid thing um my friend group we we try to we try to get online a lot um because we're all in different places some of us are in state some of us are out and we try to um we would try to find all these little party games where we could just kind of all get together and hang out for an hour or two and some of those games you'd need extra players to come in and play and so we'd open it up for other people and we just get some people that were just vulgar just to be vulgar and inconsiderate and and whatnot and and not necessarily specifically towards um us you know any one person but it was just an overall feeling of just uncomfortable so we would just i mean that was just something that you know it was an unspoken between all of us is just automatically those person those people were just gone from the from the group we would kick them out and let someone else come in and you know so we would we were able to filter that but it's more of just a just that feeling of i I, I don't feel comfortable putting myself out there with strangers. So um, even like there's a new game that's going to be coming out within the next couple of months. It's an MMO and um, we're all looking forward to it. And my friend group, well, most of us are going to be playing it and my husband's going to be playing it. And so we're, we're talking, you can, you can form and again, in a lot of these MMO type games, you can form like guilds or groups Um almost kind of like a club, if you will, of you can have certain members in your group so that those groups can do things together. And there's usually going to be um, some kind of um, cooperation within those groups. And I'm I'm glad that my friend group is playing this game because I don't want to have to join, a, you know, another group to be able to do these things because I don't know these people and I don't know how I'm going to be received. But with my friends, you know, we kind of set the stage and we set the tone and the people that we bring in, we can screen and determine if they're a good fit for us. And, you know, and if we start getting those types of people that are going to be gatekeeping or judgmental or um, harassing, we can get rid of them. The only problem is, is they're still going to be in that game world. We might still have to deal with them, but we can still kind of, you know, control our experience a little bit. And, And that's unfortunately a risk you take, especially with those games that you're online with people a lot. You know, some of the more single player type games, it's not as big of a deal. But yeah, it's just, it's just an overall uncomfortable feeling a lot of time for me. Mm-hmm. Even just the thought of dealing with people that I don't know. And I don't like that. You know, it's it, it shouldn't be like that for anybody. I know you mentioned yeah. earlier, you know, saying that, you know, you thought that was negative to, um, you know, to be around with someone that you know. And I'm not. I'm just telling you that that's not. That's you know, it's it's your preference. Is you know, it's all of that stuff. And it, you know, I honestly work better with people that I, you know, 
know. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I just get a bit competitive and I just want to fight someone and then that's when I do everything. Yeah. It's but, it's protection and self-preservation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, exactly, and, exactly. and what I mean by it being a negative is it's sad in the fact that we have to be proactive in that way. It shouldn't be that way, but it mm-hmm. is. And and that's what I what I mean when that's a negative is I shouldn't I shouldn't have to feel that I have to take extra steps that my husband doesn't have to take when he is playing mm-hmm. the same game. You know, he's already putting himself out there, chatting with groups, um, chatting with YouTubers that are um, putting out information on the game that they've learned and whatnot. And I would never do that. So I let him do all that. And then I get the information from him because I'm not comfortable doing that mm-hmm. and never have been. So, yeah, that, that's just it. And, and, and unfortunately, it's not just in gaming either. There's a, no. there's a lot of um, there's a mm-hmm. lot of things that are like that for for women. Yeah, that's I mean, that's just like, you know, it's the whole thing when, you know, a lot of people wonder why women a lot of times will go to the bathroom in in groups, especially if you're like at a club or at a bar or something. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically for safety. It's not just to go in there and do Mm -hmm. your makeup. It's for safety. It's the same thing with like, you know, if you go to a bar, you never, ever want some stranger or any, I mean, any person to really get you, any man to get you a drink because you don't know what they're going to put in it. You want to watch that drink. So it's that same kind of thing where there's all these precautions that I don't think some men are really aware of, of all the things that women have to do and have to be aware of. And, you know, I mean, you get cat called when you walk down the street, you get all this kind of stuff. So it's hard because there aren't as many safe places as a woman and you have to think about that stuff whereas you know most men don't have to think about that you know so it's something that we have to think about and then when you're in this kind of world you really have to think about it too because like I said you're in this land this virtual world where you don't know you know who these people really are you don't know what information they could find out about you And also because they have that cloak of anonymity, kind of, even though it might be taken down because they're speaking, they still have a little bit of that. So people, I think, are a lot different online sometimes than they are in real life or they're letting a different part of themselves out. It's the same thing. Like I get all these random friend requests from men. I have no idea who they are. They're not friends with anyone I'm friends with. And I always ignore them because I'm like, I don't know who you are. And it's kind of creepy to me. You know, it's very it's, creepy. It's one thing on Twitter because Twitter, I think of it's kind of different. So when someone follows me on Twitter, that's totally different. But on Facebook, even though Facebook has a myriad of issues, it still feels a little bit more like, you know, that's where you share like your family stuff. And your, this yeah. Stuff. And so for some person to try to kind of get into that feels really invasive. And I mean, I never have really played games in a community, but I did used to play and, and, I don't know if anyone else did any like real person gaming, like RPG. Like oh yeah. I where still you're do, playing yeah. like a person and real mm-hmm. person, like role play gaming kind of yeah. thing. Like, mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of like um, on Twitter, actually on our fandom thing account, there's quite a few people that play like Halloween, <laughs> like their characters from Halloween, uh, mainly the first Halloween. And so it's, they all like follow me and I follow a bunch of them. I don't, I think it was cause I was talking about Halloween or something, but it's really interesting to watch them because they'll be doing that. Like they're playing like, you know, like they're in the game, like they're in the movie. I mean, 
Mm -hmm. Um, And I know one thing that I did for a little bit, and this was during the time of AOL, so this was a long time ago, was vampire role playing. So you'd be like, there'd be like groups where people would pretend to be like, they'd meet a vampire and someone would be the vampire. And that got a little bit weird. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It got a little weird. Yeah, I was kind of like, okay, it got a little bit dark and I like dark, but that was, uh, yeah. And I, you know, still there can be some things that were a little bit uncomfortable. So this is not on that line, but since I brought that up, so uh, you both have done RPG stuff then? Mm -hmm. I have. Yeah. Do you have you, Angela? Still do, yeah. Yeah. Not anymore for me though, so... But it's been a while. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you still do it, Bala? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually going to be in a game tomorrow. We, I have two different games pretty much one every weekend almost. Yeah. What is the kind of, I mean, it has much as you want to say, but what is the kind of real RPG stuff that you do? Um, so my friend Paul, actually, um, he runs uh, most of our games. He's he's running a Dungeons and Dragons game for us, and then he also he and another friend of mine they've created their own uh, game system based off of tarot cards. It's more of a storytelling system versus like Dungeons and Dragons is more dice and more um, more geared towards um, battles. And it's it's called Turn of the Card. If I can plug that, um, it's a great system. If you really like, um, if you really like more role play and and whatnot. And like I said, it, it it's based off of tarot cards. So if you have a tarot card deck, you're ready to go. Um, you can do it for any system. We've done it. We've done a supernatural game. We've done Star Wars. We've done all kinds of different stuff. So you, you know, whatever you can think of, you can you can do with it. It's mostly just with our friend group. Um, like like they um he lives out of state. Um, I have friends that live in state and we this is actually something we started doing um a lot more when the lockdown happened because we used to all live we also used to live close by and so we would get together like every every month we would get together and do a game but then um he moved away they've they've gotten tools now um that you can you can get together you know because we have zoom and and different you know video ways to video with each other so um there's a service called um Roll twenty, so you can do you can do um, tabletop games in there, so everybody can be remote, and you can do your system online. So mm-hmm. we're all able to. Um, <laughs> I'm just laughing cat, at it. <laughs> cat on the screen. So so we're all able to get together, and and do our do our tabletop game, but we don't all have to be in the same room. So that's what we did a lot during lockdown. We would get together every week or every two weeks, and we would do our we would do our tabletop gaming that way and it's been a great way for us all this to you know keep in touch keep you know keep our yeah. you know keep keep socializing i have done very small amount of tabletop with other people um mostly there's a, a local convention called Genghis con um and it's a it's a, a gaming convention locally um and there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh Dungeons and Dragons and um I can't remember what some of the other systems are but if you want to kind of get a taste for some of the for some of that um that's a great place to go I think they have two different ones each year I think it's Genghis Con and Tacticon so like one in the one in early in the year and one late later in the year obviously right now they're not doing that but you know when we can do conventions again um it's a great way to kind of get a taste for different games and I've played um, I've played it in a Doctor Who game. Um, I've played in the Star Wars has its own system. So I've played and it's mostly been a positive experience because 
it's a small gaming community locally and everybody's pretty accepting. So I, I haven't had any real negative experiences there either. I can only think of one time and we had this this one kid that was in in a tabletop group and it was more it was it was more just about they were kind of almost like stealing the spotlight for themselves as much as they could they just you know it was mm-hmm. like they wanted the game to revolve around them to to a certain extent which was irritating it wasn't it wasn't anything harassment wise so i've had a pretty positive experience with uh, with the tabletop rpg games those um, are the worst I, I I can you know I'm not saying that there hasn't you know that there's uh, there's not problems because I'm sure there are but personally I haven't had any problems but you know I I'm, I know that there's 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 problems in every every community you know so yeah um, but I I myself have had have had a pretty positive but again I stick with. The people you know, you know, the people I know mostly. So that's I kind of I kind of curate my experience as much as I can to avoid that. So you used to do RPG stuff, Angela, but you don't anymore, right? Don't anymore. It was just long, just long time ago. Just it was like a high school things, and I just stopped. And I think it was just high school too. I, I don't know. Maybe I just always like hang out with the wrong kind of people that just like to just bully me or something but I just couldn't even like do it it was just a long time also I was also playing like I was also pretty good at Yu-Gi-Oh cards too so that's probably why they also got pissed so <laughs> they were jealous yeah they were that's jealous. what it is just jealousy I think when, when a woman just start playing they'd be like ah oh, shit we like we can't beat her so the only way to just beat her is just like see all these awful name to her and see if she freaking break so but i it's it is you know i honestly i've been like you paul i've been wanting to just try to like maybe i should just go to someone that i care about and like that i'm used to Mm -hmm. so it's definitely it's it's also oh go ahead sorry oh no i I was i was just saying that definitely go go to someone that you know that Mm -hmm. you that you trust to be around and and get a group of people that you're comfortable with i didn't i didn't get into tabletop rpg gaming until i was an adult because i i wanted to when i was younger but i was scared to because i was scared of what would happen you know with with the people and and i also i didn't really know anybody that was playing it at the time but um i still would have been too nervous to to even approach it but this was again this was something that i came into as an adult and it was with my at the time fiance and i we had gone to a local game store and we became friends with the owner and he introduced us to people and that's how i friend, met my friend paul and you know and some other people that we started playing with find find a, find a local game store by you mm-hmm. and just go in there and and get to know the people there and that's that's a really good place to um I know. start with yeah. and it's not all just kids there's adults that there they go adults there and too. hang out still mm-hmm. too and that's probably your best bet try some of the adult that you know mm-hmm. i know i would hope <laughs> would be I, you know a little more accepting but yeah try and there's there's several game stores yeah um, i to try my boyfriend I, I guess like last year i know my boyfriend and, I, and some of our friends would actually go to some of those local video games and actually play i'm learning 
to play Magic Gathering. So, yeah. So. Well, and a lot of the, and when I say game stores, um, I'm talking like not video game stores, but like board game stores. Yeah, like um, there's board game Republic. Yeah. Is really mm-hmm. there's Enchanted Grounds. Enchanted um, Grounds is great. There's too. they have two locations, the, and there's people that'll hang out just to play board games, and there'll be people there that'll be playing Yo- Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, um, Magic, and then you know there's probably people that are looking for tabletop RPG groups. Going on to that part, do you guys hear about? the news from like two years ago about what happened with Minecraft. Hmm. That's not hmm. one I've ever played. So I have the news on I, it. I, I, well, I don't, so I was reading it and it's like, apparently a mom walked into her daughter's um, playing Minecraft because Minecraft is like meant for like kids, adults too, for friends. Like it's a family, like friendly, family, friendly. Yes. Family, family yeah. games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and so I guess, I don't know what has happened, but mom was actually walked in and I guess she was, the daughter was playing Minecraft, but it was also, she was connected to somehow with other people or I don't know how it happens, but she saw that the daughter start started crying and she was nine years old. But she saw that in the picture in Minecraft, there was two block people. Is this going to be a trigger warning thing? Andrew? Oh, sorry, right. You want really actually trigger warning, trigger warning. Y'all sorry. Probably shouldn't say that trigger no, warning. That's okay. I just want to make sure. Cause I had a feeling it was going to get what's, what's this a trigger warning for rape. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Go yes, ahead. No. I just wanted to give a second before you did that, because I was like, I have a feeling she's getting into something that could be triggering. So trigger warning right now. Yeah. So for, sorry about... for sexual assault. No, don't apologize. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure before you did that, since we're live, so I can't like add that in later. So go ahead. Angela. Okay. So basically she walked in and then there was this two block of people and I don't know how it got leaked or something, but it was just showing two block people and one guy was actually like raping this like other block person and it and this girl was only like nine eight eight or nine years old and it was just so like the mom doesn't even know like how it actually got in leaked like that you know it was just like because her and then you know ever since then like you know the dog doesn't even want to play minecraft because that was like trauma you know it's just like it just shows basically everything and so i was like it's hard because sometimes you do you wouldn't even know what hits you because like because people can hack into all these you know like for someone who you know if if i start playing like i know like i'll start you know being online more and all this stuff and then like sometimes you didn't even ask for this but something just like Mm -hmm. pops out and all this stuff so i've just you know that just kind of reminds me of that story two years ago of like what happened like even with just kids like you don't know so that's scary that's really scary yeah Yeah. i mean like i said the internet has done amazing wonderful things but there are a lot of dark sides to it and it's opened a lot of doors um for a lot of predators to enter and and also just a lot of jerks i mean not even that so many jerks i mean you (laughs) I mean, all you have to, and not even in gaming, you just look at any comments board, any, yeah. any thread on Twitter, anything like that. And you have the meanest people and people just say the worst things to each other. And it's awful. And it's because 
like I said, I really think it's because people feel like it's okay in that universe to say whatever in the whatever the world you want. But it's led to a lot of tragic, awful stuff. So it's, I mean, it's a scary, scary world out there for yeah. sure. When you're behind keyboard, like mm-hmm. you have protection, you, you can just say, you can, you can like think you can say whatever you want. Like if you're, as long as you're behind the yeah. keyboard, nobody knows who you are and whatever it is. It's, it is, yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. It's definitely dangerous. So yeah, it's, it's brought us some great things, but it's also brought out, brought out the worst in some people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The very worst in some people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to ask if there's anything, I mean, I think I kind of know the answer from what we've already been saying, but what would you like to see improved in that world, in the gaming world? Angela? Honestly, like, and I was just reading and, you know, I know because like, don't, and I would like to admit just because like I am, it has been a while since I game. And also I'm in like the journey of also, you know, have like a game like a gamer as like my, my hobbies and stuff like i you know bef- so i would like to admit like you know i did some research and you know i don't want to sound like i think i know everything because i don't <laughs> so but i i don't know like there okay so there's one stories that i like to just like talk about let's see so there's this woman her name and this is what I, maybe i can probably talk about this i don't know if you know jade raymond um, mm-hmm. but no. it it looks like I was reading like her first project was Sim Online, and then she quickly, as you know, she got good. She quickly moved up to the rank, and actually, you know, the main the she directed responsible for the whole like Assassin Creed, you know, which this is like the like you know the most beloved game that everybody loved. Like, and I just thought like. We need more of that, more, more, more change of that, of more female empowerment of just like starting with just like some cute little cheesy Sims and, you know, how many babies they're going to have and all this family to like awesome, like assassin games and like everybody just like, just like everybody's play Assassin's Creed. Like, every, like, I mean, people still play Sim, but I feel like Assassin's Creed is like, you know, that's where all the, it's just like just that kind of accomplishments make me like so happy like i want more of that kind of change of like now i like because i just researched that and i know i'm sorry Avery, I, I, I i don't I didn't know about this but now i do and i just that kind of news just makes me so happy like <laughs> it makes me like like seeing her like a role model like i can actually like be amazing and like you know that the fact if, if, if a guy wanted to just bitch about like if i suck at assassin creed i'm just gonna tell us like a woman help with this, this the game that you're playing like we could do it we are awesome like what the fuck are you talking about you're like we're like and i i was read i was reading also online that for a female like gamer who actually tried to make all these games they still are still are not being paid enough than compared to men who makes like a very popular game so that kind of just pissed me off so we need more equals pays for, you know, just, mm-hmm. I, I know we were just about a female gamer. I, I'm people who actually made the games. The woman, like, I just thought that mm-hmm. that's, I don't know if, if that is enough for me to talk about it, but I just thought that like, 
Mm-hmm. No, that well, fits. That totally fits with what I was asking. Yeah, because that's yeah. making changes in the gaming community. So one of these, yeah, one of these days, though, we will dominate the games. Like we're we're, we're going to be good because we're. I mean, we're always good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> we're better. <laughs> and Paula, what changes would you like to see? Changing changing behind the scenes is a huge step. So um what you're talking about, Angela, with you know more equal pay and things like that, there's actually a state of California, I believe it is, is bringing a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard for just this reason because mm-hmm. they did like a two-year investigation oh shit. there was all kinds of horrible things going on behind the scenes not just unequal pay but the, and they were like there was all kinds of um allegations of harassment um I, I read the actual report that they did and the things that were happening to these women were just horrifying it, it was is blizzard? awful Holy activision sh- blizzard oh my goodness and so the um i can't remember the agency but they're bringing a lawsuit against the company and so i'm hoping that that snowballs and other companies because they're not the only problematic company oh no there's 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 a lot there's a lot of companies i would say the majority of the companies yeah i think all of them them. (laughs) are very problematic behind the scenes and allegedly sorry I'll allegedly <laughs> allegedly sorry for legality reasons I'll just allegedly it, yes mm-hmm. and so there needs to be a lot of change behind the scenes and i think if that happens women in gaming will be more accepted yes and yes. that'll change the community so yes. it really needs to start behind the scenes that's what i've said about a bunch of different things tv movie all that stuff you have to have representation behind the scenes of things behind whatever is creating whatever media whatever item you're consuming whatever entertainment it is and i'm including gaming in here because that's entertainment whatever it is you have to have people behind the scenes that aren't just white straight men you i mean you just Mm -hmm. have to because if you don't you're not going to be representing the community at large because it's not just white straight men that play these games so you have to have that representation behind the scenes and you have to have more and more of it and have people behind the scenes, not just in lower level positions, but in higher up positions, controlling things. Yeah. Um, and then that's when hopefully you'll start to make change. And, you know, I'm a very pessimistic person. I'm not optimistic by nature. And it's and, you know, when when that when that thing came out in that lawsuit, you know, there is that hope that maybe that will bring about change. But then you're like, there's always been these accusations for years and years and years. So it's so hard because it's so frustrating because it's like you always feel like you're banging your head up against like Mm -hmm. you're just banging your head against a brick wall because it's just like every they always say we're making changes. You know, Me Too came along and that's going to change everything. And there's still so many problems. So it's so frustrating as a woman. It's frustrating for a lot of people because it feels like you're just constantly being push down and just and when you fighting, think you're getting fighting too mm-hmm, exactly yeah and i and i mean i think this documentary would work with this too there's a documentary that uh, gina davis the gina davis institute you know she has that institute where she studies media and looks at you know tested a lot towards the bechtel t- bechtel test and then also just sees you know how many women appear and how many words they say compared to the men on screen um and then you know a big way you pass a bechtel test is if the women 
in the thing if they never ever mention a man or if they at least have one conversation that doesn't revolve around a man and it's and sadly it's very rare that that actually happens and i think this also could go into the gaming community too so it's mm -hmm. all kind of interchanged but there was a documentary she produced called this changes everything that was all about that and about how mm -hmm. when thelma louise came along everybody said that was going to change everything and it didn't you know so that's what's so frustrating is there's always these moments that come and everybody's like this changes everything and then you have backslides or you have you know but i just think that's the only way that maybe it will change is getting more people behind the scenes of these things and creating it and in power and not just lower levels so mm -hmm. yeah. and we need more female indie game studios yes because that would that would be a mm -hmm. huge step too yes. i don't think mm -hmm. I, honestly i don't i don't know that there are any that are run by women honestly though if so. most of the games are run by women it would be so nice not only that though it, it i just feel like now i thought about it like skyrim assassin creed you know, all of the main characters just guys, you know, mm -hmm. and so like I want all those popular like games. You also have like a female lead as well, but you know, oh, some people are gonna gonna bitch about it once there is, and it's like just just suck it or like have a trend characters or have all the it's just all mm -hmm. of that like why does it have to why the main character have to be like white cis man i'm like i'm, I'm mm -hmm. sorry i'm just sorry it's just, the majority of games oh it's true yeah 99 percent of the games are like that mm -hmm. you know and it's it's frustrating yeah that's why you need more representation behind and all representation mm -hmm. <laughs> all oh. representation not just certain representation not just mm -hmm. white women not just white straight women not you know that kind of thing you need every everybody deserves to be able to enjoy this yeah. if they enjoy it if it's their cup of tea they deserve to be able to enjoy it and to see themselves so yeah yeah changes changes all around fits into a lot of our themes we've been mm -hmm. discussing this whole year uh, well, this has been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot. I've learned that I'm actually much more of a gamer than I thought I was. <laughs> you are, Erin. <laughs> and I love board games. I like oh. love board See, games. See, you're I totally a gamer. For yeah. Hours. Mm -hmm. I used love to, board games. Yes, I love them. I well, I actually used to love Monopoly. I don't like. <laughs> oh, I need to introduce you to some new games then. <laughs> Well, that's not the only one, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Cards Against Humanity, and I know like Card Against Humanity, but like there's more after, like like there's like the oh, you mean part of Cards Against Humanity? No, like no. there's like different card, like after, like there's like the new, like you know, what do you meme? Yes, card that game. one's fun too. That one's fun too. <laughs> there's also that. Um, do you have that cat? that cat game it's the cards the with the exploding cats exploding cats yeah yeah i got that for christmas <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, oh i god. love board games i could play board games okay. all night long there's this one game that i haven't even played and i got it for like two years and nobody wants to play it with me it's a burrito game <laughs> why does that sound familiar to me it's like yeah. it's, it's, it's like where it has like a kilo of two burritos and you're throwing at people like a dodgeball you throw it at people. <laughs> I don't know that one. Now I now I don't. I I was must have been thinking of something else. I'm gonna go grab it. I'm gonna go grab it. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go grab it. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. 
<laughs> I used to make my friends play when I was young. I'd make them play Monopoly for like hours and they would hate me. But yeah. And then the game of life too. I, I used to play poker is the big thing. Poker is the big thing, oh. you know, that I love. I love poker. And I used to play Texas Hold'em at a bar. And it would be after they closed and we play like this huge game. And I would usually be the only woman playing. That's another that's another world where there aren't a lot of women. <laughs> the gambling game or we we forgot to talk about gambling game. Females in gambling. Oh God. That's well, there, toxic. I just talked to the <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But that, but but what's this game, Angela, that you went and got this burrito game? Oh right, yes. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot about. It. But look, okay. So you throw throw burrito, a dodgeball card game. <laughs> yes, and like I have it for like two years, and like oh nobody God. even like want to play with me, and I asked like want to play and they're like i don't want to get hurt but it's like but look it's so cute it's like and squishy it's probably not squishy. gonna hurt depending i mean i guess if you had like a you know <laughs> yeah it doesn't you have like that one would... person that likes to throw it as hard as they can <laughs> which is me which is why uh-huh. nobody wants That's to play with there you go <laughs> well at the next game night that we're able to have um although a lot of us are vaccinated so it's a Feels a we'll bit have to do safer. a game night. We'll have to do a game yeah, we night. We'll have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you after. I'll talk to you, all of you after. We're, we're, are we going to do it tonight? Everybody come well, over. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Um, and then I'm going to go over the horror trivia thing again. After we're done, but I'm just going to have everybody say where they can be found. Angela, where can you be found? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at teo.khong. Awesome. Thank you. And Paula? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's My Sandbox. Awesome. Thank you. And this is Erin. You can follow me on Twitter at E April Beauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash It's a Fandom Thing Pod. On Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod. No it's in that one. On Instagram at It's a Phantom Thing Pod. If you have any feedback que- or any questions about our upcoming horror trivia event, feel free to reach out to us at It's a Phantom Thing Pod at gmail.com. And on our next episode, we are going to be talking about True Blood. So that should be fun. And Meg, Tanya, and Sasha will be on that. So three people that haven't been on a, in a while. I mean, Sasha, well, Sasha was on our international media. But yes, yeah, some people that haven't been on in a while. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and then next weekend, next Saturday, we're going to be back with a live stream on our regular time. that We usually do them 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And Carla, my unofficial co-host, is finally back. She has not Yay. been on in forever. And I mean, <laughs> Angela's <laughs> Can I join the live, even though I don't know what the topic is about? <laughs> uh, it's about Superstore. Do you, do you watch Superstore? Uh, I can start right now. Hold up. Is it a show? Is it? A, it's a, is it it's a, a sitcom. It's a sitcom. Oh, okay. Maybe I can watch like a few of them, and then if you can watch enough that you feel like you can talk about it, then you can join. Only because <laughs> you know, like you can actually add something. But she's going to be on, and then Bex is going to be on, who is, is going to be, it's her first time on the podcast, not the first time on a podcast, because she hosts her own podcast, which I apologize, Bex, I don't have the name of the podcast right up in front of me. I'm going to look it up right now while I talk again about our horror trivia event. Um, and if you 
are going to be joining. We do ask, we're hoping that everybody will make the minimum $5 donation through our Buy Me a Coffee account. And you can find that link in all of, in our link tree. All our links are in there. So you just would go to, it's a fandom thing, pod, Buy Me a Coffee account. You'll also see my name, Aaron Marlowe, on there as well. So just make that minimum of $5 donation. Once again, all of that money that we see from that is going to a charity. So uh, yes, we all miss Carla. We all miss Carla <laughs> terribly. <laughs> so she will be on next Saturday for Superstore. So definitely tune in for that, Panda. I hope you can tune in for that at least. Honestly, um, guys, um, if if you can just afford to get Starbucks every day, just just take one break from Starbucks and just do this $5 donations. Just do it. Exactly. Thank you. And then you can go have fun and you get something. I'm going to yeah, get something out of it. Once again, you're going to get um, you're going to get this pin at least. I mean, Ooh. come on. That's pretty awesome, right? Awesome Aaron pin. Amos is making that. So it's awesome. You'll get that automatically. So, you know, there's all you can also there's going to be like I said, you're going to there's a Neil Frazier graphics. who He does poster design work. He's great. He's wonderful. He's going to be actually on. Our final one, our body horror one, he's going to be co-hosting that with me. So he's going to be the special guest on there. All this amazing stuff, all the stuff we got from 52, from 5280, that 80s store here in Colorado. We got great 80s horror gear there. Um, a bunch of other stuff that I'm planning. Um, and like I said, once again, you you will get one prize if you win the trivia for that night. And then, and then through the points that you collect, whoever wins will get the grand prize, which is that poster, a couple of other things. You'll get like a sweatshirt with our horror logo, or if you want it to be our original logo, that's fine too. So it'll be something. So all these little neat little things. Remember cocktails or mocktails, costume contest it, contests, and we will be dressed up too. That's yes. my requirement for anybody who's on a panel. Is they have to dress up. And, uh, and Paula's like, I am erasing myself. I forgot about this part. <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm oh, kidding. boy. I got to start. I got to start. Oh, I know. I do, too. I've been, I've been sitting there. <laughs> I got to like, start brainstorming. I am making my spider costume. I'm, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> trying to make a spider costume. So that's going to be fun. You know how you talk about one of the prizes? Uh-huh. When are you going to start giving out your autograph? I think it has to be a thing now. It's been over a year. You're famous already. <laughs> Not famous. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to win my autograph yet. But thank you. Uh, Angela does. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you my autograph. Well, thank, you. thank you for saying that, Angela. That, but Big Reputations podcast is the podcast that Bex co-hosts. So Bex will be on. Bex is also going to be part of our horror trivia event. She's going to be on the Slashers Night. So that should be a lot of fun. So again, um, next Saturday, we're going to be talking about Superstore at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time for our live stream. Once again, Carla is going to be returning. Carla is going to be on two episodes. So because we're also going to record not it's not the next episode, but the week after that, we're also doing just a random one talking about different stuff that we're into uh paula's gonna be on that one as well so that's gonna be paula and carla right now so, so just that... talk about random things yes it's it's not a live stream though it's just a recording okay so you want to be on it angela for random things yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
like random like pop culture items not just like anything hell yeah just sign me up <laughs> i miss carla i know i miss carla too i mean i talk to carla all the time but i miss having her on the podcast so yeah. you know like you know like like you know like you know she's my unofficial co-host and she hasn't been on in i don't even know how long it's, it's just been long so while. long it's been so long yeah. it feels like about yeah. a year <laughs> on a lot of interesting tangents of this episode um and then also <laughs> heads up um i was gonna make it live by september 1st but i think it'll be before then i am creating a patreon page so that'll now be where we take listener support there will be different levels because patreon's a lot better and since we're no longer with anchor you know we can't take through support through there and i'm glad actually because now it'll be easier to use patreon so that'll be fun we're gonna have tiers like general admission silver pass and then gold pass so it'll feel like you're going to a convention like it. <laughs> and with every level you'll get something different so and we'll be back to doing bonus episodes and all that jazz okay well thank you both so much for being on and thank you to panda and to anyone else who watched uh i really appreciate it i love doing the live streams so until next time remember it's a fandom thing black lives matter and stop asian hate Oh, yeah, in the broadcast. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> okay, we're ending the broadcast now. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>